Dancing with the Stars, the RTE podcast sponsored by Muller Corner. Mullerlicious. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dancing with the Stars Ireland official podcast. I'm Lottie Ryan and welcome to Training Room Thursday. This is a little bit bittersweet. I'm going to try and keep my emotions together because it's the final edition of Training Room Thursday. So coming up, I'll be joined by Lorraine Barry. And basically, she's going to give you and our finalists a step-by-step masterclass about what you can expect this Sunday in the final. And if you are a finalist, this is going to be of particular importance to you because Lorraine is going to tell you exactly what she is expecting of you if you plan on lifting the glitter ball. Okay, so this is this is some pretty unique, valid information that I've got on the podcast. Plus, I am in the training room with Ellen Keane, Erica Cody, Jordan Conroy and Nina Carberry as they pull out all the stops for the final of the biggest dance show on television this Sunday. Now, as I mentioned in last week's training episode, how the final came about in my year on the show was a little bit different. But for our finalists this year, after so many weeks training, they are going to be feeling dance fit and ready for action. From my experience, whilst I think at this stage you are more than physically capable to do multiple dances at this stage, the big challenge is really to pull together the performance and the technique and to do it in a way that steps up everything that you have learned over the last couple of months. I remember particularly um, in, in well, it was the semi-final originally and then it became the final for me. But my quick step, that was really when I felt I had pulled together everything I had learned over the show. The performance element, because Pasquale had me doing a lot of solo stuff and it was quite an animated quick step and the technique was so difficult because the song that we had was particularly quick. Um, And I, I don't know, there was something about that routine for me on the night. The set, the cameras, the lighting, the choreography, the costumes, everything about it for me that was my winning performance, I felt. I felt that was it for me. And it was a moment where, for the first time, I would say, on the show, I kind of let go. And I I wasn't worrying about the steps. I wasn't worrying about, you know, remembering the choreography. I felt like I let go and I lived in the moment and I enjoyed the routine. And that is the best piece of advice I can give to the finalists this week. Let go live in the moment. You will remember this night forever, whatever the outcome is. And oh, I'm jealous. Now to the training room I go as it's time to look ahead to Sunday's final and all the insider info here is correct at the time of me recording. Each of the couples will first dance basically a judge's choice dance on Sunday. So that's a routine that they've they've already impressed with during the series that the judges feel is worthy of another outing onto the ballroom floor. Then after the voting lines open, the couples will return to perform a show dance. Now that's going to highlight... I suppose essentially the very best of all that they have learned during their time on the show. Now, I can reveal 
The first to the floor on Sunday is Ellen Keane. So together with Stephen Vincent, Ellen will open the final competition night with her iconic Pasadoble to Beyonce's Run the World. My thoughts on this are that I am delighted this was her judge's choice dance because this was probably alongside her Charleston, my favourite dance that Ellen did. Everything about this, the visuals, her performance, it was like her turning point in the competition. So for one last time, I caught up with them in the training room. Ellen and Stephen, thank you for taking the time to chat to me. Everybody is working so hard this week for Sunday's show. Um, now, your judges' choice dance this week, Ellen, you've got the Paso. How are you feeling about that as the choice? Beyonce's coming back! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. I think even like doing it the first time, you're like, oh my God, that was so much fun. And then when you watch it back, you're like, oh, I could do this so much better. And you just get like raring to go. So I'm so excited to do this again. Stephen, are you happy with that choice? Oh, I'm delighted. I think that for me, that was the week when something clicked with Ellen. Like it just went up a different level when we did that Paso. So she really owned it and she's she's owning it again. And she's going to own it on the final. So it's gonna be great. I think it was one of those dances as well that I just think every little girl watching would have been looking at you going oh my god that's incredible I've honestly never felt so powerful with like hundreds of me but <laughs> <laughs> an, ar an army of Ellen's an army of Ellen's yeah and we're coming for the final coming we're ready for that to go glitter again. ball trophy exactly Stephen can you give us any insight into Ellen's show dance all I'll say is it's going to be a very I think it's going to be quite emotional, but not in like a sad way. I think it sort of, it probably sums up our relationship throughout the season really well. Um, we've become really, really good friends. We've come closer than ever. Um, and I wanted to show that in our show dance. It's, you know, it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I think I the best thing... I'm talking about it. Look, cool. so <laughs> cry, cry, cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, we've had fun doing the dancing, but the best part about this show has been Stephen and just, like, we oh, laugh. Well, you stop now. No, we do. <laughs> we do. And, like, like we've never fought. Never. Like, obviously, there's days where we're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so grumpy. But we've never fought. All we do is laugh. Ah, uh, here. If they're getting that emotional at the semi-final, can you imagine the tears that are going to be flowing on Sunday night? And I don't mean from Ellen, I mean from Stephen. <laughs> He's so, so lovely. And I just, I just think it means so much to him because he has put so much, you can see how much work and effort he has put into Ellen. And um, I just, it's moments like this where I think the viewers at home can see the passion that the pro dancers have for what they do. Next up, I am checking in with Nina Carberry. Now, for her judge's choice, Nina and Pasquale LaRocca will take to the floor for their incredibly beautiful Viennese walls to Beyonce's At Last. Now, I think the judges chose this because... It was really a different side of Nina when she did this Viennese waltz. It was the first time we'd seen her kind of turn and transform into this very elegant dancer. And I think we saw how she can be a chameleon. Now, here's how Nina and Pasquale are getting on in training. Nina and Pasquale, thank you so much for taking your very, very precious time <laughs> to talk to me for a second. Um, you're obviously under a lot of pressure for Sunday. Everybody is working so, so hard. I just wonder if you could talk to me, Nina, about your judges' choice dance because you're doing your Viennese waltz. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that as the choice? Yeah, like, obviously, 
yeah, like I really love that dance as well. It's very traditional and um, yeah, really cool. I'm really looking forward to it actually, to be honest. Are you finding it's coming back to you easily or is it difficult? Um, no, the steps are coming back. So just have to get into the frame again, into the ball shoes. And um, yeah, no, looking forward to it. And Pasquale, can you give us any kind of insight into Nina's show dance? Oh, I mean, this is the dream choreography, the dream number. Uh, probably something that I'm, I'm, I looked forward to, to choreograph from a long time. Uh, it's very, I can say, it's from one of my, you know, idol choreographer, uh, Bob Fosse. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, it's a piece from Sweet Charity. Can we say that? Yeah. So, I mean, I can't say more. Uh, you gotta, you have to watch Sunday show. But I can't wait. I can't <laughs> literally wait. <laughs> I feel like. I don't know. I don't know what it is about the way Pasquale is talking there, but it makes me feel like Nina is going to pull all the tricks out of the box this weekend. I am dying to see their show dance. The next finalist is Erica Cody. So on Sunday, Erica and her partner Dennis Sampson will dance a judge's choice of the Charleston to "When We're Human" from The Princess and the Frog. I think that this was chosen because for Erica, it was such a personal moment for her. She talks about representation in the show quite a bit and this was one of the first times we heard her talk about that and what it meant to her to do this dance and it was really very touching when she did it the first time not just emotionally but people then saw a side of Erica's technical ability that made us realise she was a contender for the final and it was the first time I think people thought that really well and truly thought that so I'm delighted that this is coming back on Sunday let's check in with Erica and Dennis in the training room. Erica, Dennis, I know you are rehearsing super hard for the final on Sunday. I can see yeah. by the amount of sweat pouring <sighs> off you. Yeah, it's <sighs> intense. It's like, what? Two, I don't even know how many dances we have. There's just so There's many. a lot. Uh, so your judge's <laughs> choice, let's talk about that because you've got a Charleston. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, we you do. You know, after last week, uh, 25 times drive, like 40 times we did like this, uh, oh, okay. this marathon and yeah. everything. Yeah, so stamina is good. Charleston, yeah. Charleston. We, Charleston we, we had we, very early on. Yeah. So I wasn't, I don't think I was dance fit that early on, but now I'm like, okay, I think I can keep up. So is it coming back to you easily? Is there muscle memory or are you finding it hard to remember the choreography? It's all kind of muscle memory. It's weird, I think, because the, the dances get so drilled into your brain that you're like, you, you can't forget them. Like there's the odd time I'll be like in the shower or like in the bathroom and I'll be dancing away to a dance I did like five weeks ago. So you know? it stays in your brain. Yeah, yeah. And t talk to me, anyway. to me, Dennis, about the show dance. What can we expect? Oh, this is will be like really cool. So the idea kind of like we want to put all the dances, what we have like in 11 weeks, in one show dance. What? So, yeah, that will be yeah. really, really epic. He doesn't do things in half, this yeah. fella. Yeah. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. I don't think I've ever seen that Everything done. or nothing, yeah. It will be like around like 10, 11 pieces of each dance in one dance Grant. <laughs> Grant. yeah like when they first came out of the training room and the sweat is pumping off them you're wondering I wonder what they're doing to make them that exhausted and then Dennis says oh I'm just gonna make her do 11 dances in one for the show dance what I like 
I can't wait to see this. I, I can't wait to see what they put together. And last but certainly not least to check in with from our finalists is Mr. Jordan Conroy. So Jordan, together with Salome Chua, will dance a judge's choice of Paso Doble to Escala's Painted Black. Now, if I remember correctly, Salome said that the Paso Doble was one of her favourite dances. And that really, really shone through when we saw Jordan dance this week because this was a fierce Jordan. This was not Joker Jordan having the crack. He took this seriously and passionately and he was a man on the dance floor this time. I loved this Paso. I'm so happy it's coming back. Here's how Jordan and Salome are getting on in training. Jordan and Salome. How are we? How are you? Because the rehearsals, you're knee deep in rehearsals for the final of the show. And I just wanted to ask you, Jordan, your judge's choice for this week is the Paso. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, it was one of the Amazing. most kind of memorable dances for me, Very, you know, yeah. because it was a, it was such like it literally embodied the, a performance and it told the story it's as well. It's such an epic music That's as well. It. Like, yeah, like you could feel the music. Yeah. It, it almost reminds me of like the big band week. It was just that powerful yeah. music and yes. you can just feel it. Absolutely. So I'm kind of glad we got it because, yeah, you know, I, I have a bone to pick with that dance because I missed, I missed, I missed um I was so oh, close to getting the 30, speed, wasn't it? And I'll have to speed. correct the move that I did wrong. So, so I'm glad I can do. go back to yes. that. So, yeah, but it's it's good because I still remember the move. So we're, yeah. we're doing all right. And what about the show dance? What can we expect? Oh, What can we expect? It's one of the favorite dance, Jordan. Yeah. We will have uh, hip hop. I mean, hip hop shuffle in Charleston. Yeah. So it's going to be really real show dance. Yeah. I was like, when I heard hip hop, I was like, ooh, my comfort zone. You know? He always wanted, always, really. I mean, yeah, what? And I told him, guess what we have? I know, it's a hip hop. I was like, right. So Lishi, she she based the routine of all the little videos I was sending. To understand his character, what he likes, you know, Mm -hmm. like. And I told him, asked him to send me the videos, what character you like in hip hop. And after I start to create. Yeah. I I love that he's doing a hip hop show dance. I just think it's yet again, that is kind of something we haven't seen Jordan do is a hip hop dance. So it's a brand new side of Jordan all over again. And I absolutely love that he himself says he has a bone to pick with his Paso Doble, that there's something he needs to correct in it. Because if he comes out this Sunday with that corrected, he's going to blow the judges away. So that's the plan for Sunday. Those are some incredible judges' choices, plus the sublime show dances are going to make for one hell of a final. Okay, next up, right throughout this series, I think our judging panel have played an absolute blinder. Brian Redmond has been right on point. He's been the bit of a baddie, but with the beautiful technical eye, and he's He's got that 10 paddle up a little bit more this season than he ever has before. Has anybody else noticed that? I think I think he's been in a slightly better mood. Could it be be? Could it be because of our brand new judge, Arthur Gorlian? And can I just say he has been such a fantastic addition to the team. He's so passionate about performance and technique in equal measure. His judging has, for me, 
been one of the highlights of the season. And then we have Miss Lorraine Barry. She has continued to be, you know, the cool, calm head of the table. She gives constructive criticism to the celebs and their pro dancers. So for our final training room chat, I decided to catch up with Lorraine earlier this week. And I wanted her to give a masterclass chat about what it takes for our finalists to become a champion. I am joined by the fabulous judge, Lorraine, who is going to tell us all the secrets that we want to know on the you podcast. You want to know everything, I want to know everything, Lorraine. I want to know how much time we have. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the time in the world for you. Um, I want to give our finalist, Lorraine, a masterclass. Mm. That's what my goal is um, with my chat with you, because this is going to be a very difficult final. I think mm-hmm. the standard of the couples this year in the final, and we have four couples, it's through the roof. Mm, it is. It's a, a very high standard. It was also two years ago. It's just that you're looking at it now. And so you're seeing it from a different vo- viewpoint. But even la- you know, two years ago, we had a very high standard. This year is also a high standard. We've all missed it so much. So we're really quite excited. The adrenaline is uh, is very much there. We're invested. Yeah, very much so. Very um, much so. So what I was going to do was I want to go through the judges' choice for mm. the dancers. Yes. And I would like you to tell me what each of the couples need to do to impress you. Yeah. So, for example, Ellen and Stephen have a Paso. Right. What do you need to see from them? to make this a winning dance? Well, it's already quite a great number for them. They scored high in it. I think there's a little margin there to improve and it's just to tidy things up and tidying things up for for me, but I think also for Arthur and Brian is very much the feet, the legs, the precision, the accuracy of making a press line, putting the arms and hands in the right position. Um, That's really just the margin of error. But, you know, that was there before. And it's very, very little, but it's the detail that she needs to tidy up in order to get that higher score. And it's, it's, I think Ellen's performance level, even since then, uh, it's just gone through the roof. I mean, watching her do the Charleston, I felt like was Mm. a different level. Yeah, it was her best number. She was absolutely buzzing out there, shining, um, very invested also in that Charleston. She loved doing it. She was waiting for that opportunity to put in her little worm action, which she was brilliant at doing. Um, But the Charleston itself, the swivels, uh, I I thought they were tremendous. The best that I've seen this season, because it's not just getting on the ball of foot and swiveling it's about getting on the ball of foot and kicking your heels out that's what the real Charleston is all about and she did it tremendously well really yeah, she was fabulous oh amazing yeah and okay Erica and Dennis they have a Charleston oh wow yeah so what what does Erica need to do in this to elevate her performance and make it a winner's performance? You know, with Erica and I think Dennis is going to agree with me very much here. She's a tall girl. So she's got to watch her legs. If she opens the thighs, which I have complained now twice to her, if she opens the thighs, her base gets very wide and therefore her timing can get a little bit affected. So she gets a little bit, let's say, sluggish. 
So, you know, tonight in the jive, the thighs opened, the base gets a bit wide, and she doesn't quite get that snappy flick action. So in the Charleston, it's going to be very important that she keeps the thighs together, and that's going to make the base small so she can really get into each figure, and that will then help with the height and the balance. So is that something that a shorter person wouldn't struggle with? No, not really. A shorter person, you know, the gravity, you're closer to the floor, but she's far away from the floor. So if she opens that base up, it gets too wide at the bottom. And therefore, now she's going to struggle. So she needs to get that more narrow at the bottom. Okay, well, you heard Spies. it here, Erica. I hope you're paying attention. Yeah. Jordan and Salome, they mm. have um, their Paso. Oh, that was a great number. Wasn't oh, it? God, that was a tremendous number. He was so strong in that, yeah, I Very thought. strong, very intense, uh, very masculine. It suits him very well, doesn't it? It does. And I think he enjoys taking on that role and being that, you know, domineering strength where he can really, you know, balance himself next to Salome because she is a powerful dancer. Beautiful, soft, but also powerful. So what does he need to do to elevate last the last time he did it compared to the final? What needs to be better. It's for everyone. It's tidying up. It's a small detail because you can't undertake making massive changes. It's just a small tweak and it's always going to be in the feet and legs. It's about getting the placement of the feet correct so that he can get him his body on the foot, get a vertical alignment in order to strengthen his body line. So overall for you, is the is the way to elevate the performance in the final more technical than character driven? I think the character is already there. When you say Charleston, you can put on your Charleston face, you can put on the razzle dazzle. When you say Pasadobli, you can put on that fierce look, but you've got to have that technical ability in order to execute the dance. Nina and Pasquale, a Viennese waltz. Oh, but that was already a winning dance, wasn't it? So they're going to be thinking, what can we do? We already got three tens in it. Was it two tens and a nine or three tens? I'm not I think 100% it might have been three sure. tens because it was so simple but so beautiful. But you can always make it smoother. You can always make it lighter. What do you mean by smoother? Smoother is the transition going from natural turns into reverse turns. They also had some spins and pivots in there. And it's about making it seamless. It's like having a piece of silk. There's no seams in it. It's just flowing. And that's what you need in a Viennese waltz. What do you need from a show dance? Show dance, it's bring it all. It's got to have everything in a show dance. You want the drama. You want the lifts. You want the relationship, the character, the connection, the timing. And if you're going from a down position into a lift, you've got to have an entry that comes as a surprise. It's like, wow, how did that happen? And you equally have to have an exit that is flawless. Lorraine. I hope they're all paying attention because those yeah. tips are yeah. tips for a winner. Yeah. They're, they're nearly there, honestly. They are nearly there because as you said, and which is really kind of you to say it, because you are still the reigning champion. I remind you of that. We haven't got a new champion yet, but um, they're nearly there. It is a very high standard. You've just We've, made me actually feel a little bit nostalgic because yeah. now I'm thinking I only have a week left you as do. the current well, champion. You do, I'm afraid. That is oh the reality. <laughs> I think that's the first time reality set in for me was when Lorraine said that and I realised I have to give the trophy to someone else? What? Why did nobody prepare me for this? But listen, finalists, 
don't say I don't look after you because that is some very, very sage advice on how to become a champion from the one and only Lorraine Barry. People have been asking me, um, well, mostly Brian and Lyra in fairness, <laughs> will I find it strange on Sunday seeing a new champion crowned? And, you know, it has been two years since I lifted the glitter ball with Pasquale and it still seems like only yesterday. I still pinch myself. I still can't believe that it happened. And, you know, I think it'll always feel like that for me because it, it I've I've always been a super fan of the show. I mean, since before Dancing with the Stars came to Ireland, I watched Strictly from the beginning. And then when it came to Ireland, I was just, oh, listen, I was so excited. And the idea that I would one day be a part of the show and lift the glitter ball just seemed completely unfathomable to me. And getting to do it was a dream come true. So for whoever gets to have that dream on Sunday and have that moment, I just, I could not be happier for them. And I hope they really take it in and just relish it because it's a once in a lifetime thing that will happen. And I just hope they enjoy every second of it. Now, Monday's episode of the podcast is going to be a real treat for you because we are going to be paying homage to the Dancing of the Stars class of 2022. So myself, Lyra and Brian, we're going to be recording on Sunday in the television studio. We're going to be there. We're going to be in the thick of the madness, the thick of the sweat, everything that's happening. We're going to be involved and I'm sure it is going to be a no holes barred wild ride in the final of the show. So you don't want to miss it. And by the way, actually, I can exclusively reveal that we have created our very own awards called the Poddies. So whatever about the glitter ball, you want to get a poddy? You better be you better be there on Sunday because we are going to be awarding some of the best moments of the season as well as having the chats with the cast of the show. The podcast will be available on rte.ie forward slash podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You know yourself. It's basically wherever you listen to your favourite series. So from the training room, one last time. Keep partying! Dancing with the Stars, the RTE podcast sponsored by Muller Corner. Muller Licious.